What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the UFC State of the Union podcast. This is episode 34. This is going to be a preview or my predictions for the Abus uh, Magomedov card versus Sean Strickland. Um, and so we're going to kind of jump right into it, kind of start from the bottom. This is one of those cards, you know, like sometimes with fight nights. Um, well, I mean, first off, let's start like we're going 13 cards in a row. I uh, for I'm not sure which one we're on right now, but pretty awesome. We've got like 13 weeks in a row um, of fights. Um, but a lot of times with some of these uh, free the free fight nights, kind of my kind of like opinion, kind of like how they do it with the sport is a lot of times they put you know n- uh, maybe up and comers, so they put like top prospects. But they also put a lot of um, – sometimes they put kind of high-profile fights too that are kind of like can boost people up in the rankings. So then you can kind of make more like interesting matchups that you could then put on pay-per-view cards. So a lot of times, you know, on these cards, you this card, for example, does have a few – like as you start looking at it, it's like, dang, there actually are some pretty dang good fights. I'm going to highlight a few of them right now. So let's go in. Let's start off with the the first one that I really like on here. I'm going to go Kevin Lee versus Renat. So, this one is going to be um this is going to be an interesting one because I want to say Renat so Renat is 20 and 1. Kevin Lee is coming back um to the UFC. Um changed up camps and everything, had some life changes. I think when he was in the UFC, he had a decent amount of stuff going on um uh, outside of the cage that I believe affected him mentally so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting seeing kevin lee back um i always thought like you know I, there was a lot of fights that kevin lee had that like i really wish we could have seen like maybe some rematches like i i feel like you know one that i kind of actually really i think would have been pretty good timing was uh, if they wanted to do tony ferguson kevin lee too that was actually, I think, rumored to be a possible option because, you know, Tony, Tony Ferguson's on a skid right now. But um, also Kevin Lee was on a little bit of a skid and he's coming back to the UFC, but he has a win over Kevin Lee. So, I mean, that could have been a, a definite option in my opinion. Um, but I think one thing that's kind of concerning here that I think we're going to see, I mean – you know, I like watching Kevin Lee fight, but I think one of the problems that we kind of saw is he tends to slow down. Like he uses his gas tank pretty like if like he has extreme he has really good grappling and everything, but sometimes like in the longer fights when he started getting five round fights, five round fights weren't really his friend. He would tend to tend to start gassing. Um and so and and a lot of times too, it hurt him at welterweight where he started gassing, and then the guys are bigger, and they can start taking advantage of that. And so, I think in this situation though, I'm pretty sure we're not though. I think his last fight, he actually lost. I want to say so. Yeah. Um. Uh, nope. Never mind. Let me shut up. <laughs> so, so he's yeah. So he's twenty and one. Dang, I didn't realize his last fight. He actually beat Brian Battle. Um, yeah, this is actually a yeah. This is actually a hard fight for Kevin Lee. His first one back. They're kind of almost throwing him to the wolves a little bit here, but um, we'll see what happens. 
Um, you know, hoping Kevin Lee, I'm, I'm really hoping Kevin Lee gets it done, you know, gets like the Gregor Gillespie KO again or something crazy. But this dude's definitely a, definitely a hard guy to return against. So see what happens there. Another kind of really good fight, you know, let's see here. Let me kind of like, as we're kind of looking up the, up and down the card one, another kind of like top prospect in here, um, and again, I, I've been saying this for a minute. Middleweight is the division I feel really, if you think about it, in a year, two years, middleweight is going to become like a shark tank, kind of like 135. That's just my opinion. But um, I really think like the they're trying to seriously increase the depth in that division. Um, to really give like Izzy some some fresh blood. Um, but I think also what's kind of concerning there for Izzy is the guys that are coming up the ranks. Um, a lot of them do have extremely good grappling. Like, and so that's where Izzy might have some problems because if you kind of look at the stats, um, over the past, like five fights, Izzy has given up over 10 takedowns. Um, if you want to take out like the, I want to say the Cannoneer and the Pereira fight, if you want to take those out, um, even though, yeah, Pereira also got a takedown. But, I mean, if you look at, like, the Whitaker fight, Cannoneer or Whitaker-Vittori, um, there were there was a few fights in a row where he was giving up three takedowns. Um, the Whitaker rematch, he got his back taken. And so it's kind of, you know, a little concerning. It's like if you're giving up that many takedowns, and then you might eventually have to face – some somewhere down the line you might have to face a Kamzat, you might have to face a Bo Nickel, um, some of these guys that are they're trying to bring up the Dagestani wrestlers. Um it's like that's uh like I'm not I'm not like <laughs> saying Izzy can't win those fights, but I'm like they're kind of setting it up in my opinion to like, hey, let's get some grapplers, some very high level grapplers up to Izzy. Let's let's see what happens. And that can, I think that's where it could could get a little dicey for him, if I'm being honest. But um, this fight right here, this is another one I'm excited about. It's at middleweight. So this is one of the guys also to keep an eye out. And I want to say he actually is an underdog in this fight, Bruno Ferreira. This guy can crack. He's got extremely good jujitsu. Um, he pulled off an, I want to say it was the same situation last time he pulled off an upset. So I might, I'm keeping an eye on this fight. He's going against, um, Nur Sultan Ruziboev. I probably just butchered the crap out of that. And let's be honest here. But, um, yeah, Bruno Ferreira is undefeated. I want to say he got a highlight, highlight KO his last fight. And, but yeah, this is another guy where it's like, he can crack. He's got super good jujitsu, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this is gonna. I think that fight's gonna be an upset. I don't think he should be the underdog, but we'll see what happens. Watch him get like absolutely starched. Now that I said that, all right, let's go to the next one. This fight also. This is going into lightweight. This guy has got a lot of eyes on him right now. Um, Ismail Bonfim. This is the guy. If you don't remember, Terrence McKinney before his before the fight with Bonfim was posting tons of memes, basically like about. Um, pray for Bonfim. He has to go in against McKinney, and but basically a bunch of memes about how he was going to get sent to the ER, and just a bunch of ridiculousness. To be honest, kind of Terrence was kind of getting ahead of himself, just 
really just trolling too much on social media and then it and and i think in my opinion it probably affected him maybe even going to the fight because he was overlooking this dude completely um not many people even i'll be honest i didn't really know this guy prior and then um he just freaking delivers an ultra highlight reel ko just starches the crap out of mckinney and so this guy has a lot of eyes on him right now um at lightweight um he's going against benoit saint denis um benoit saint denis i want to say is um i think he's from wow this is makes me look like an absolute casual i'm like i'm just double checking myself before i say this um i'm pretty sure he's one of the few he's one of the few fighters at the well at this weight class from france um yeah good yeah i just wanted to <laughs> just wanted to be safe there <laughs> just make sure yeah and so yeah he's from france but he's at lightweight and so he got gone at heavyweight um so it's gonna be interesting kind of seeing you know going more international and get more stars from different places let's see what happens there um then kind of going into some of the next fights so that one's gonna be good nine and three 19 and three versus 10 and one um, I want to say in his last fight, though, Benoit St. Denis, if I'm remembering right, I th- he did kind of take a decent amount of damage. Um, so, I mean, got to be careful against Bonfim. Like, Bonfim, like, now that we know he can freaking throw, f- he was he was messing McKinney up, and then he just freaking timed that knee. That, this guy, I, th- I think, I'm siding with Bonfim in this one. Um, Ariana Lipsky versus M- Melissa Gatto. I've always, if I'm being completely honest, uh, I've always thought, kind of, well, I guess not always that I'll be fair. Um, Ariana Lipsky's 15 and 8 now, going against Melissa Gatto, 8 and 1. Um, kind of, Ariana Lipsky's kind of racking up a decent amount of losses, being honest. And, and so I, 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 I'm, I'm going with Melissa Gatto on this one. Um, going into Max Griffin versus Michael Morales. This is another top prospect right now at welterweight this guy they want to jump up the rankings and this is a guy to definitely look at if especially if he wins this with a highlight reel or something michael morales this guy is a freaking animal he is 14 and 0 um going against max griffin which is a hard fight um but i think this kid's gonna get it done he's uh he just he's just an, he's just a beast um looking at his like past since he got to the ufc he's got two ko's in a row um then he he won on dana white's contender series by decision but i mean he he just looks super good and so it's going to be interesting to see this guy i think they need um a really good prospect to fly into welterweight kind of mix things up a little so i think this guy um this guy's going to it's going to be cool to see. And also, he's from Ecuador, too. There's not too many fighters from Ecuador. Got Cheeto Vera. Um, but I don't believe the roster has too many from Ecuador. Like, too many big ones yet. And so, this is definitely... Um, so, it's going to be cool to see if he can get it done. And then you're going to start... I think if this guy wins, they're probably going to give him a top 15 next. Um, going into the co-main and the main event. Co-main, I didn't really like... Th- um so when i was I'll go on a little side tangent here um grant dawson like in his interviews this past week was talking a little bit about um boy like so 
Uh, for those who don't know, so there was a fight in PFL. It was um, Natan uh, Schultz versus, um, good gosh, I'm just blanking right now. It is 1 a.m. Um, let me see here. Let me double check this. <laughs> um, well, kind of like, let me, let me kind of, basically it was against one of his friends. So... Got it right here. First, Roush Manfio. Um, I probably butchered that too. I'm just killing names tonight. But basically, what happened is a PFL fight gets booked um, to qualify for the tournament. These guys were, fr- I want to say they're, fr- they're friends, made training partners too. Um, but yeah, they had to fight, fight against each other. And they kind of like in this match in PFL, basically it was just like a they kind of treat it looked like they kind of like just treated it like a sparring match they weren't really either trying to inflict true damage going for finishes like it just looked kind of it looked sus to put it that way um natan schultz got the decision win but like i mean it was kind of obvious like what are these guys doing like yeah they're friends. We know they're not trying to actually like hurt each other here. And so then the PFL came in and actually DQ'd both from the tournament, and that slid Shane Burgos in to take that PFL playoff spot um, that those guys were competing for. Um, Grant Dawson this past week was saying, since they did that, I feel like that's a boycott PFL situation, um, how they should have, I guess, let them do that. Um and this is my opinion of that. Imagine if this is kind of getting into almost a James Krause situation because think of it this way. Imagine that happened in the UFC. Two fighters are friends or they're at the same gym, whatnot. They end up getting matched up against each other. They decide to just play it ultra safe. Hey, let's just kind of treat it like a sparring session, some wrestling, but we're not going to really actually hurt each other just cruise to a decision that could get people in a ton of trouble because let's that could be you know essentially you could be kind of almost fixing fights to go to a decision so imagine if someone like knew that these guys weren't gonna like really take it super serious they're just kind of gonna spar no one's getting ko'd here very low there's gonna be virtually zero risk someone's getting finished um someone could easily if that got leaked out luckily there wasn't any crazy line movement but if that got leaked out and then you start seeing like a crap ton of bets for example come in like oh crap ton of bets just came in that this fight goes the distance um just out of the blue that's where like that could lead to definitely someone getting in trouble. So I, I found it interesting that Grant Dawson was kind of like basically bashing on the PFL a little bit, saying that they did the wrong thing there for DQing them for the tourney. Um, I think that was 100% the right thing. Um, like you can't be allowing that type of stuff. And if that did happen in the UFC, you'd probably see some fighters get like cut right away. And if there was some line movement, then you'd probably even see like another James Cross situation where, you know, potentially if it's really bad regulars get involved and people get in trouble for that type of stuff so yeah i i I just found that that was just a little tangent just because i remember that clip this past week with grant dawson talking about that um 
But this fight, he's going against Demir, and he was saying, but I mean, if I we want to go into a little bit of betting here, um, Grant Dawson was actually saying that he doesn't think that he's going to be able to finish Demir. This is going to be a, a good fight with a lot of like grappling scrambles. It's going to be very high level, you know, high level all around. But he's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish him. So, I mean take that for i mean <laughs> take that information do with that do what you would like with that information um but yeah like it's, this one's gonna be interesting um see what happens um going into the i and well, actually given my opinion who do i think is gonna win that one um this one also is interesting in the fact that these records you know demir is at 24 and 2 Grant Dawson at 19-1. and one. I'm not sure on who's going to win this one. I think Demir has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think Demir... I think Demir is going to win this one. I'm going to I'm gonna go with him, but he's got to be careful not to get grappled here because Grant, Grant does have really good grappling. Um, and we'll see what happens. Going, in, going into the main event, we got Sean Strickland versus Abus Magomedov. Um, and here a lot of people call him, calling him Abus abus this past week so maybe it is abus but um i've been saying abus for the longest time so hopefully i'm not saying it wrong and offending anyone but um yeah this fight is gonna be interesting um abus actually has um so for those who paid attention to this guy he actually came from pf well before the ufc he was in pfl he made it actually to the finals in one tournament but he actually did have a lot of fights that were pretty good highlight reels has some good ko's in the finals though he did get starched one year in the million dollar tournament he got hit by a, a bomb and just he got slept um and so this so a lot some people actually use that against him um that he has been caught before pretty bad he can get ko'd so unless he gets a little wild with his striking and so, in my, sorry, excuse me, in my opinion, this fight, um, I think Strickland is going to play it pretty smart and just do what he does. I think he's going to be able to out-volume Abus and just kind of just keep piecing him up. That's going to be my opinion, kind of what's going to go on. I think, I think just Strickland in general is, um, He's very he's still like pretty underrated like if you think i don't know if underrated is the right word um i think people know how good he is but i mean like he he fights very effective yeah it might not be the most exciting style but i mean it, it is effective like he's 26 and 5 some of those losses came at um at welterweight um i believe two uh i believe two or three came at welterweight and then um, he has the Pereira loss, and then he has the Cannoneer loss, which a lot of people think he won. And so, um, yeah, but I mean, just his record's pretty good still. And then Abus is twenty five and four, but he just came into the UFC, and this is another one of those situations. Middleweight, going back to that theme with Izzy, um, Mag- or Abus Magomedov is a striker, but I mean, like if you're Let's be honest here. You're from Dagestan. You got the last name Magomedov. You got wrestling. Let's be honest here. And so he's one of them that he does strike, 
probably strikes a little bit more. But um definitely strikes a little bit more, but he has um he has the wrestling and so if they can catapult someone like that up um to fight Izzy, that's also kind of a style, but I think also concerning with how Avis did get caught and going up against even higher level strikers in the UFC than PFL. That's where it could get a little dicey. But I think in this fight, Sean Strickland's gonna get it done and then we're gonna see what happens. Um, with the as kind of like these other fights play out, um, Ultimate Fighter episodes have been pretty cool so far. Um, there was some leaks of episode six. Um, I'm not gonna spoil that. If, just be careful if you go on like MMA Twitter or anything. If you're trying not to see what happened, you might have already seen. But yeah, um, <laughs> kind of. Somehow someone leaked uh, leaked that episode a little early. Not the whole thing, but definitely some clips that give away what happens, like who wins the fights and stuff. Um, but, yeah, um, I think this is going to be a good card tomorrow. We're going to kind of see to kind of start building stuff up for next fights. Oh, yeah, one announcement just because it's right here. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, Cheeto Vera needs an opponent now henry cejudo announced today that his shoulder actually does need surgery so he's not gonna be able to fight on that um o'malley o'malley versus sterling card um so cheetah vera is looking for an opponent he called out yan uh that does make sense i think and that's i think uh i think that's a winnable f- uh, i think that's that's a matchup that if, if i were yan i think i would probably take that that's like the I think that would be a really good one for Yan to take. It's a guy that doesn't grapple that much, um, has shown he also, in some situations, does have a grappling weakness. So it's going to be more of a stand-up fight. And I think um, and Corey Sanhagen beat Cheeto, who, and Yan was able to beat Corey. So I think I think, I think that's, a, uh, that's a tempting fight for Yan to, you know, I think he can get back in the win track if he were to take that. Um, that's not me, you know, dissing, you know, Cheeto. I think Cheeto's a beast too, but I think if I'm kind of looking at styles, I think that's a, that's a, that's what Yen needs for his next fight. Someone that's mainly going to strike with him again. So the grappling threat's not going to be there as much after, after just going against, um, after going against Marab and just having that situation. He needs to, he just needs to, he wants to probably knock someone's head off the striking and so yeah there's a gonna be some good fights tomorrow we'll see what happens guys um appreciate you for listening in if you want to leave me a review feel free to do so that would help me out if you want to shoot me any feedback it's uh ufc state of the union at gmail.com thanks so much guys hope you're having a great night and have a great weekend see ya